0: you having a wonderful day. It is Saturday, July 30th. Uh, yes, as I said on my daily financial news, Saturdays are a very light day on YouTube. Uh, that is why you see most content creators skip Saturdays. They use it as a day to recharge or whatever. I am. This microphone's working. You guys not hear that? Jeffrey? I don't know what else to do. Every night is Friday night. I love that let's see sounds like an echo i hear you yep loud and clear okay cool yeah i don't know maybe i have to talk closer to it or something i don't know trying to figure out this mic i don't i have no idea what i'm doing folks not a technical person but we're going to give this a shot so uh back to what i was saying saturdays are a light day on youtube content creators don't do the work on saturdays of course one rental at a time we are different we make saturday special we do the daily financial news because every day is every day. Then we do this 90, or sorry, ooh, almost got caught, 60-minute live Q&A. And then we do deep dives. We either do a deep dive. Uh, today we're doing one on pre-foreclosures. Next week we'll be on ADUs. Or I do live Q&A in our private Facebook group. So, uh, yes, very, very interesting. Uh, so I love Saturdays. Saturdays are fun. You know, Saturdays are fun for me because it's it feels like a day – that we give back extra. Yeah, so that uh, that is something that we do here. So uh, do me a favor, folks. Today is for you, or at least this hour is for you. Please put your questions, comments in. Uh, I will riff, riff on a few topics for maybe 10 minutes, and then we will come in. We will say hi. We'll answer questions. We all do all those things. Uh, as always, this is the one video during the week that I will mention this. Yes, I have Super Chats turned on. Uh, A several YouTube experts have told me, hey, stupid, turn on uh, chats because YouTube makes money when you get paid and they will push your channel more. So this will be the one video every week I talk about uh, Super Chat. So if you want to jump to the front of the line for a question, uh, Super Chat Me, I think that's what it's called, and uh, I will answer your question. So this is the one time I talk about it the rest of the week, every other video. I don't mention it. It's not my thing, but hey we're going for 60 minutes you have some questions that's how you jump to the front of the line so uh my my topic of the day the housing market it is a complete mess it is a complete mess right now uh and what do I what's what do I mean by that well if you listen to my channel for the last three or four weeks I've been telling you it was going to be a mess right I told you National Association realtor article comes out July 20th I told you um, that what is going to happen is buyers are going to get scared and cancellations will go up and less people will write offers. Nailed it. Second, you are going to get a lot more listings. You're going to have mom and dad sitting around the table saying, honey, it's peaking. We don't want to do the 08 crash. Let's list. Let's list at a price higher than our neighbor sold. Sorry, folks. We're in July, not January. That's not a good strategy. So all of this going on right now is a complete mess. And then, oh my God. And then you drop into the big pile of this mess. The fact that interest rates have fallen almost 1%. The 30-year mortgage is down 0.9% in six weeks. Think about that for a minute just seriously think about that the federal reserve has raised rates 150 basis points 1.5 percent mortgage rates have fallen 0.9 percent that is bananas just bananas that's crazy i mean i've been doing this a long time and that's nuts just crazy now will it last who the hell knows Who knows? But wow. Wow. Just wow. So let's just step back and look at this craziness. Less buyers, more options, rates down. What happens? Affordability gets better. It just does. It's math. Price, interest rates, wages. Interest rates are down 1%. I read an article from Black Knight. I've referenced it many times. When rates went over six, they estimated that 18 million people that could qualify three won't qualify at six. Well, you know what? They're not at six anymore. They're basically at five. And if you want to be like more and more Americans and get an arm, a five, one, a seven, one, whatever, it's in the fours. You get some rate buy downs. I mean, I got to ask Matt, the mortgage guy on Wednesday. Is there a way... That somebody could use rate buy-down to get a 3.99. This is bananas, folks. I talked to Logan uh, from Housing Wire, I think on Monday or Tuesday. And he's basically like, we are in a savagely unhealthy market. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Uh, And he's basically saying rates have to go higher. Rates have to go higher. Rates have to go higher. I'm like, I get it. I know what you're saying. But damn, rates are down a point almost. Let's round it up. It's a point. It's crazy. So again, I have no idea. This, again, as a macro economist, I don't study momentum. I don't study charts. I don't do any of that nonsense. I'm a macro guy. And it's frankly why I'm a horrible stock market investor. I'm horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. In fact, I bring on two stock guys now because I'm trying to get better, but I'm horrible. What I saw happen after Wednesday is bananas. I don't get it. I don't. But again, what I get, what I don't get doesn't matter. Mortgage rates are cheaper today. It is possible that you get declined at 6% and you might get a yes answer at 5 So I have to ask myself, do some of those buyers come back? Does the market pick up from this little artificial rate? I don't know. It's crazy. It's just crazy to think about. I do not think rates should be here. I think the Fed is actually more hawkish than the market does. I plan to ask Dan and Taylor, my stock market guys, tomorrow and Monday because I just don't understand. But hey, the housing market, it's just messy. It just is. If you have a buy box, if you're doing the work, I'm sure you're watching it change almost every day. Some of your markets more than others. It's just wild. It just is. So, yeah. And then we have unemployment. Uh, we're going to get the jobs number on Friday, which is basically how many jobs created or lost in the month of July. Uh, if you watch this whole nonsense about if we're – are we in or are we not in a recession? Who cares? The economy's shrinking. Uh the numbers are indicate the job market is strong though. We created 2.6 million jobs in 6 months. We averaged 3. 370,000. That's that's good. I mean that's not bad. That's good. But what about what about July? I think July continues a strong market. It's, it's probably north of 200,000. I'm going to do some more reading on this um you know this weekend. But I don't think it's negative. Does anybody here watching this think the jobs number on Friday will be negative? Right. Job creation. Let me know. Let me know if you think it'll be negative. I don't think it will. I think it's going to still be six figure positive. So crazy times, crazy times. So let's go back to your questions. Let's say hi to everybody. Let's scroll to the top, see what's going on. Craig, good morning. How are you, Jeffrey? uh, Hopefully that made sense. The micro uh, microphone hopefully is working. I think it's working. Yeah, sounds like it in my ears. Uh, Chester, good morning. Uh, Dion, every night is Friday. Sounds like an echo. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I got to get some sound guy in here to tell me what I'm doing wrong because there's lots of buttons and choices, and I have no idea which one to pick. You hear me? Good, good, good. Jeffrey, yep. the dogs. Maybe I'll pick them up later. They're asleep. Uh, Chester, there's an interesting insider article about how Britain, okay, could be the potential canary in the coal mine for the U.S., High inflation and labor shortage. Okay. I haven't read it. Um, I didn't even see it, but uh, I will look for that. Thank you. Eric, any CPA or tax preparer recommendations? I can only talk about who's been on the channel before. Um, It's actually somebody that the lumberjack uh, ended up using. Uh, Bob Langworthy from Maine Bean Counters. Uh, That is Maine as in the state. So it has an E on it. Uh, you can go and look at some of his interviews he's created content for my course uh about how to do seller financing and um you know just a lot of uh, a lot of great stuff so uh bob from bob langworthy from maine bean counters uh has done well by many including the lumberjack the lumberjack landlord uh, raved about him in fact if you want you can go to lumberjack's um, youtube channel leave a comment and ask him Hey, Lumberjack, what'd you think? Or maybe get him on Twitter, DM him on Twitter, Lumberjack Landlord, and ask him. Uh, again, um, I think he used Bob for his taxes in the last year. Or so give him a shout. Uh, or give uh, the Lumberjack a shout and see what he has to say. Nothing like somebody who cut a check to the to uh, Bob to see if, it, see if he did good work. R- Rolden, good morning. How are you? Chester, hit the like button. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-oh, Jeffrey, I wish Britain and America would speak the same language. Yeah. I've been to I've been to the UK three times, I think. It's uh let me just say this. Um one of the things I remember about the UK is bad breakfasts. Just bad. Just blood, blood, oh just bad. The breakfast is ugh, terrible. Love the people in the UK, England, great. Uh, I thought the lunches and dinners were awesome, but breakfast, at least the breakfast at the hotels I stayed at, no thank you. Just give me some cups of coffee and let's move on. Good morning, Catherine, how are you? Uh, Who is the ADU expert for next week? It is, of course, that ADU guy. Uh, He's been on my channel a couple of times. He's helped me out immensely one-on-one, so he's graciously agreed to come back uh, or come on next week for 60 or 90 minutes uh, to go deeper. So, And, of course, I will highlight all the stupid things I've done uh, because, again, part of this uh, channel is documenting what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong, and right now it feels like I'm just burning money trying to get my ADU done in California. King Newsome, you suck. In fairness, not his problem, but I'm going to blame him for everything. That's nah, not fair. I won't do that. Never mind. I take that. This one's not his fault. This one's the – anyways, not his fault. I went too far. Roldan, any concerns that the irregular irregularities in the 10-year treasury note continue driving wish sale prices to the roof? Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean by a messy market. Um, part of me, again, not a stock guy, right? But part of me feels like this is a, a trap, right? I think there's this Star Wars character that screams, it's a trap. It's a trap. I forget who that is, but um that's what it feels like to me. That doesn't mean it can't last weeks or months. I mean, it could, right? We're we're we have two we have 8 weeks until the next fed meeting. A lot of nuttiness can happen. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a fear or I, it's a concern. Yeah. It, it it could just I think the housing market back to what Taylor and, and my interview with Lance Lambert from Fortune magazine and we've got to get to a balanced market. And I think if we have a four to six to eight week period where rates are lower than they naturally should be, because, again, bad news is good news, right? Oh, good. A recession is coming. The Fed's going to cut. That's the belief in the bond market. Uh, yeah, it doesn't mean they can't be delayed, right, More, I mean, yeah. it Yeah, it's a concern. We're kicking the can or potentially kicking the can down the road for sure. Paul V, good morning. How are you? Anna, good morning. In all my decades, I've learned exactly one piece of advice that never fails. When someone offers you a breath mint, take it. Jeffrey for the win. Uh, yep. Answer my question. Cool. Good morning, Michael. Uh, Lower is yeah, it could be. It's a bounce nonetheless, though. I mean, if you get in, I mean, if you were gonna buy a house six weeks ago, that house is cheaper today. It just is. It's math, folks what has happened in 6 weeks so the middle of june the 30 year rate ticked over 6% the average that week was 6.03 as of yesterday it's 5.13 and oh by the way housing listing price cuts in 6 weeks i don't know what the math says but let me think about this just logically so rates are down about 12% right cuz they're down 1 1% off of 6 that means about twelve percent, roughly. So rates down about twelve percent. Let's take the average mortgage of like three hundred grand. I don't know what's that two hundred bucks, two and a quarter? Yeah, yeah. It's just it just is. It's cheaper today. It's just weird. Oh look at that! It's a trap. You and, and Jeffrey for the win, Admiral Akbar. Star Wars. That's funny. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's funny. I knew it's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah, that was funny. JC, good time to refi again? Don't know. I mean, refis are expensive. I mean, if you had a mortgage at, um, I don't know, you had a mortgage in the sevens, sure. But if you had a mortgage at like five and a half and you're going to refi at five, probably not. Uh, I think there's math involved in, in whether or not a refi makes sense. I think, generally speaking, people refi too much. Uh, but again, you know, if you if you had a rate at seven, rates go to five. Yeah, of course, Pro- probably makes sense. But again, do the math. Yeah. Based on the dead cat bounce in rates, there's a movie called Fools Rush In that comes to mind. Yeah, but again. Yeah, fools come rushing in, the dead cat bounce, the stock market, stock market, stock market, let me, I mean, again, I'm a macro guy, don't pretend to know the stock market, horrible at it, lost more money than I care to admit, but let's just think about it, the Federal Reserve comes out and says, we're basically at neutral, which I think, he, I think he's wrong, I think neutral's at 275, not 225, but hey, he's the president, I'm not, Fed president, I'm not, but then he does go on to say, we're going to go higher. We're going to go restrictive. And the market thinks he's, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know what else to tell you. The housing market is just messy. Just messy. Uh, El Mako, let's see. Have, uh, to have my home in Phoenix under contract. Looking in Florida area around Naples, rent or lowball offers. Again, I know nothing about the Naples market, nothing about Florida. I know Florida is constantly getting a lot of net migration, which means prices are up. Uh, I believe in the next two years, we only do great deals. Uh, I would learn the market. I wouldn't be in a rush. I'll tell you that. I wouldn't be in a rush in any market. It didn't matter if it was Naples, Miami, Nashville, Detroit, New York, San Francisco. I would go to a market, try to figure it out. I've never been to Naples, so I'd probably rent. It'd take me 90 days to figure out. It'd probably take me 90 days to even know where I'd want to live in Naples. The last thing I want to do is move to Naples, make a decision on my forever home, and then be clueless, like, God darn it, I bought on the wrong side of town. So I think uh, I think the answer is the same that I tell my students. Get a buy box. Look at your buy box every day. Only write great offers. Now, in fairness, that doesn't mean low ball, right? 400 house, write 300. That's, that's not the strategy I'm saying. I'm saying do the work, learn average, write great offers. I don't know what that is in Naples. Corey, what happens first rates get back to 4% or San Francisco's leaders decide, clean up the city and crack down on crime uh, rates get back to 4%, which I don't think happens anytime soon, but Sa- San Francisco leaders suck. I am a diehard warriors fan who always wanted season tickets to the warriors who finally was able to do it, who wrote a $50,000 check just for the right to get the tickets. And I gave up after three years, San Francisco sucks. The crime, the feces, it just sucks. I'm not going back. I wrote, I wrote that fifty thousand dollar check thinking I would have season tickets for fifty years. I did not write that fifty thousand dollar check just for the right. That wasn't the cost of the tickets. That was for the right to get the tickets. I didn't, I didn't write that fifty k check, which is now burned to hell because I was going to give up after three years and the Warriors winning a a chip, right? They won the championship last year. But San Francisco, you leaders suck. Horrible, horrible. That city, that city, in my opinion, in my opinion, San Francisco will be back. In my opinion, San Francisco is going to go the way of New York City in the 80s, right? It got really dicey. And I'm not saying New York's going back there. I'm saying the city is. I'm saying you've got to get to the bottom so that you can rebuild, rejuvenate, invest, right? There's a CEO of some real estate firm in San Francisco that was robbed at gunpoint just the other day. He's like, the city's lost. Time to move. Done. City's. Again, I I can't tell you. I felt unsafe walking to the game at 530 because we grabbed dinner, and then I felt deathly afraid leaving at 10 o'clock or 10 15 shame on you san francisco leaders you did that to the city chester oh autocorrect how do you keep track of all your properties once you bought them tracking property tax to city notice etc do you have a process set up yeah um yeah we we have a spreadsheet uh with a tab with all the details that we have learned to capture the day we close. Uh, we uh, we have a property manager for for daily, weekly, monthly expenses, but we track insurance. We track property taxes. We don't trust anybody to pay those. Um, we just, yeah, we've, we've adopted a process over time. And let's be really, really honest here. I do none of that. Zero of that. That is 100% Olivia. She does all of that. Uh, she's been doing our books uh, since day one. She gets full credit. Uh, She had an amazing, uh, busy job. She was helping raise our daughter, probably really mainly raising our daughter, and she was still doing the bookkeeping on our business. We couldn't be here without her. Uh, I found deals. I secured capital, but she ran the day-to-day, so I'm very, very lucky. But yeah, there's a process. The day we close, we sit down, we put the 12 or 13 variables on a spreadsheet, so uh, we don't let stuff get lost. The lumberjack coming in hot. I didn't uh, that thank you for that. Loves Bob Langworthy, Maine Bean Counters. There you go. Now, there you go. Let the bidding wars continue. Yeah, dude, come on. That's crazy. But you're right. I, I yeah. I don't see bidding wars like January. But yeah, I mean, come on, guys. The rates are down a percent. This doesn't make sense. This is this doesn't make sense. The Tamcombe For your seller financing, 60, 40, 10, the sellers are holding the debt or are they getting second loan? So first off, it's not 60, 40, 10, it's um, 50, 40, 10. So let's do the math correctly. 50, 40, 10. Uh, There's a bank in first position, the sellers in second. They get a second note, just like a bank. Um, So yes, the sellers are holding 40% of the purchase as a note with monthly payments. Correct. Recorded position on title, you know, full, full. it's not a handshake agreement. It's fully. It's a financial asset. The financial asset will be passed down to heirs or can be sold if they want to. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I hear a lot about sellers buying down that rate. Isn't this just a scam for mortgage due to make more money? No, not at all. Why would that be a scam? The seller is paying for the buyer to get a lower mortgage rate. Why is, why does everything have to be a scam? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't get it. If, if if you can get a rate with no points at 5% and then the buyer buys down your rate to four and a half, why isn't that a good thing? You didn't spend any money. Why does everything have to be a scam today? I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. But I, you know, I, I, no, that's not a scam. It's a, smart, it's a smart business move. I suggest in a market that is swinging to a buyer's market that every buyer and, frankly, every investor puts in their first offer, buy down my rate, buy down my rate, buy down my rate. You're going to have the mortgage for 30 years. Why not get the lowest rate possible? Why is that a scam? I don't get it. I don't see it. Uh, duh, duh, duh. correct good morning good morning is real is he real Is it possible meet up in Las Vegas just for the ORAC community? I don't know what that means uh, I think you might be I don't know what that means ORAC community if you're meaning students only no I would love to meet anybody that has helped one runs a lot of time has helped uh, might might we do... A breakout session just for students? Yeah, I didn't even think about that till right now. Maybe, maybe we do a half day just for students. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I um, I come from a world of commission-based sales, and you never count your chickens before they hatch. So I'm not planning this trip until we hit 50,000. Right? Let's just for grand say we hit 50,000 on December 31st of this year. I won't do a second of planning until January. I, it's not like I'm going to do any planning and then just, Hey, we hit 50,000 January. Let's have a meeting on the 10th of January. I do not spend commission. I do not spend anything until the the money hits the bank. So while it's fun to talk about, I know we will get there. I have no idea when, and I'm not going to, not going to spend one second thinking about it. I'm just going to keep doing daily content and helping people. Uh, My intention is to have anybody who wants to come, come, Might we do a student breakout, now that I think about it? Probably. I had not thought about that 10 minutes ago. So, probably. Uh, Do we think the housing market as a whole is plateauing and starting to come back? Uh, I don't know what come back means. Come down, go up. Uh, I think, again, I see no reason to change my opinion. Uh, I think the housing market on a real basis Uh, is flat when you adjust for inflation over the next five or six years. We had 20% appreciate, we had basic, we had a decade of appreciation in two years. You either have a housing crash, like everybody wants, or housing is flat and incomes inflate to make it affordable in five to six years. My opinion, the latter, because of supply lock-in, interest rate lock-in, supply demand destruction. I see a flat market. I see wages. I see wage one thing that I see is wages are far more sticky and accelerating. If you saw the PCE report on Friday, inflation <coughs> wage inflation is up, folks. It was up to 6.4%. Yeah, 6.4%. It was 5.2% last month. Wage inflation is getting stickier and growing, which is good news for you and I, but bad news for Powell. Wage inflation is the boogeyman. It's the boogeyman. Because at some point, uh, every company will be like Chipotle. And uh, they will uh, raise prices because of wages. That's what Chipotle did, right? A year and a half ago, Chipotle came out and was celebrated by the media when I think they said 15 bucks an hour or whatever they said. And then 10 days later, they stuck you with a price increase. It's just how it works. And wage inflation is getting stickier. Uh, where am I? Investor Wealth, good morning. How are you? Lumberjack, yep. Uh, The best food in the UK is Chinese or Indian. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. Hey, Andrew, how are you? CPI next month. Is that connected to an earlier question? Not that I know of. If the question is the question, what is CPI next month? Let's have some fun. All right, everybody. I want to see your comments below. Let's see. So CPI last month was 9.1. We all know gas prices are down. I don't know. Call it 70 cents. Let's be nutty. Let's put the over under at 9%. Who wants to take the over and who wants to take the under do me a favor be be, uh let's get some comments going just say over or under cpi nine percent i want to see where most of you are at please leave your comments now i'm gonna take you know what i'm not gonna tell you what i take i may skew your answers but i'll tell you at the end of this or i'll leave a comment later uh once the video posts but yeah so right now nine percent nine percent or over or you got eight per nine, eight point nine or under. So nine is over, eight nine is under. What do you got? Comments below. Sean, uh, if housing causes the recession, like you say, how long do you see it taking to work through the system? It took longer than a year in the Great Recession. Oh yeah, I think that's a wonderful question. Oh, that's a wonderful question. Um, my my answer is I think the recession starts this quarter, Q three. I think it goes all of this year and all of next year. I think we got a six six-quarter problem. But in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. But as Greg Dickerson says every Monday, or at least most Mondays, bad times never last, good times never last. You know, we've got six quarters of bad times. You know, maybe it's five, maybe it's seven. Call it six. That's my thoughts. Yeah, that interview with Lance. Lance Lambert from Fortune magazine. He's an editor of at Fortune. That was awesome. And probably the most fun for me. I don't know. I geek out sometimes. Most fun for me was when I talked about the Fed broke housing. You could see him earlier in that interview going, I don't know what you're talking about, stupid. Then I just dis- then I described it. And then you then you could almost see the light bulb pop above Lance's head, going, Holy shit, you're right. Fed did break housing. Oh my God, I am one of those guys. I should have bought a bigger home. Now my kids are going to buy, we're going to get our kids bunk beds. Mic drop. That was awesome. Yeah, I felt pretty good about that. Obviously, I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Frank, no crash. Rate's going to stay in the fives. Yeah, if rate's stay in the fives, I think you're right. Well, yeah. Well, again, I got to be very careful, right? Because I don't want people to base me by cutting out my words. I think we have a crash in transactions. We will not have a crash in prices. Hey, Nathan, how are you? VA streamline refi is amazing. Always use VA when possible. As uh, someone who did not serve, I do not get that uh, um, loan product. But I'm glad to hear... Uh, I'm glad to hear it works. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, JC, rephrasing the refi question. Good time to pull cash out on an all-cash property while rates dip temporarily. This could be a gift. Um, So I'll answer it this way because I don't know your situation. I don't know your pile. I don't know this. I don't know that. Let's, Let's pretend for a moment, folks, I'm Dion. Why do I say Dion? Well, let's just have a real conversation. The lumberjack and I pushed Dion to refi one of his properties. He owns free and clear. When rates were about 4%, let's just say 4%. Dion rightly said, so no, guys, it's not for me. Uh, I got a stack of cash. I'm good. Uh, This is part of my cash flow. Not interested. Both Matt, Matt and I said, no problem but realize we th- we think you're going to regret this because we see a lot of deals coming. Then rates spike to 6%. And we're like, "Well, too late now. Can't do it now. Doesn't make sense." Well, they were at 4, now they're at 6. Let's pretend they're at 5, which I don't know what they are for you in your situation. Of course, folks, a purchase money mortgage and a cash-out refi are different rates. Never get that twisted. A refi, a cash-out refi is higher. Um, but you know, made sense at four, does it make sense at six? Could it make sense at five? Maybe that's for you to decide. I don't have an opinion. I stand by my earlier comments and that's, I refied, I don't know, eight, 10, 12 properties, sub 4%. That was the time to do it. But that time's now and gone. I get it. You don't have a time machine. I don't either. But is 5% good enough? I don't know. What would I tell Dion? I don't know. Again, I think in his situation for what he's trying to do, he's probably going to just sell the property. He's not going to recycle capital. He'll probably just sell it. So I don't think he will. If rates went back to 4 I would push him to refi. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is a, a gift, as you say. So. JC, I'm talking around your question because honestly, I don't know what the right answer is. So no opinion. Do what's right for you. Uh, Bird Vids. My market is out of state. Am I better off to use a mortgage broker that is in that local market or a national lender like Matt the Mortgage Guy are the pros and cons off of the best rate? So again, Matt the Mortgage Guy basically leverages local investors he's now he's now whatever they call it licensed in 48 and 50 states going to matt the mortgage guy gets you answers from all kinds of banks uh, so i think the rate right answer is a guy like matt the mortgage guy but in a market like we are today folks shop around shop around just because matt the mortgage guy is on my channel and i trust him doesn't mean you should go do you I think he's worth a phone call. I think he's worth a quote, no doubt. But that doesn't mean you can't shop around. Uh, if I was going to do it, like I was out of state, I'd go to the math the mortgage guy, and then I'd probably go to a local credit union. Like let's say you're going to Cleveland, Ohio. I'd go find a Cleveland, Ohio credit union and see what they do. Maybe better, maybe worse. Maybe invest there, maybe don't. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Ethernet. I agree. Awesome. Uh, wages are going up crazy, especially in low-skilled work. I think all grocery stores and restaurants are up 59%. Wow. Don't know if that's true, but wow. Uh, it's funny you bring that up. I have, a, I have a scratch piece of paper here. And something I've been working on on this scratch piece of paper is I think wage inflation is underreported. Think about that. I just told you earlier that PCE said wage inflation was up 6.2%. And now I'm telling you, I'm trying to play with an idea and it hasn't crystallized yet, but let me try to get it out see if it makes sense. Wage inflation as generally reported is, Hey, I'm in job a today. I was in job a last year. My wages went up in this case, 6.2%. But this time is different. Oh, great. What does that mean? well, Unless you're living under a rock, you realize the last two years has kicked off something called the Great Resignation. Did you know? This is a wild stat, and this is coming from my research. Um, The last six months, so all of 2022, not including July, because July is not over yet. So January through June, two and a half percent of employees have quit their job think about that every month two and a half people quit 2.5 percent of people quit now why is that important why does that lead me to believe wage inflation is underreported well I hired a lot of people in my day and every time I hired someone from a new from an employer to my company on the low end I paid 10 percent for that person. On the high end, I paid 40% for a couple of people. So I believe wage inflation, as reported today, does not count the great resignation. Because there's a lot of people in job A that aren't in job A, were in job A last year that aren't in job A this year. They went from job A to job B. That raise of 10 to 40%, I do not believe is counted in wage inflation. So I'm trying to figure out the math. I'm trying to figure out if that's true and we average 15% move, you know, from A to B versus A to A. My rough calculation, and, and I will probably do a whiteboard discussion on this in the future once I feel good about it. Means that the 6.2 wage inflation is probably underreported by a point to a point and a half. So we might have 8% true wage inflation. Think about that, bananas. Inflation is going to be wildly. Like people hoping for deflation like Kathy Wood and all these buy the dippers, you are bonkers. If we really have 8% wage inflation and not six, that's a problem. Wages are sticky. They just are. And oh, by the way, wage inflation is accelerating. That's a problem. Wage inflation is the great boogeyman for Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell does not want a wage inflation spiral. Wage inflation spiral. He doesn't want it. You and I might. You and I might feel better trust me Jerome Powell wage inflation is the great boogeyman so if we are operating in a world where wage inflation is underreported that's a problem so i don't know how good i feel about it yet i've still got more data again my notes are here trying to do the math um but yeah it's it's uh, it's kind of fun so pretty crazy reba Hi Michael, I started investing with the idea of adding ADUs. I'm also in CA. New green liars are raising building costs. How are you budgeting, accounting for these increases? Well, I'm still REBA in the getting approved process. Again, this is not proved to be the easy thing that um, uh, our uh, King Newsom promised. Uh, so I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'm not happy. It was supposed to be 90 days, and then because of the pandemic, 120. It's been nine flipping months. Not happy. Not happy. We resubmitted the last week's changes this week. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm going to keep everybody informed. I Like you, Reba, I had 12 properties listed out to add ADUs. I'm going to do one, but I don't know if I'll do two. That's terrible. I'm lucky enough to be in a position where I can add 12 single-family homes to Fresno. Which the market greatly needs affordable housing. And that's what I do, affordable housing. This process is too time consuming, too expensive. And I haven't even I haven't even poured concrete yet. So if I if you were to ask me today, Reba, I will probably only do one. I hope I'm wrong. I would love to add 12 affordable units in Fresno. It doesn't feel good today. This is coming from a guy who's wasted 10 or 12 grand already. It hasn't even poured concrete yet. So I am a little bitter, a little jaded. We'll see. But yeah, it's not the easy process King Newsom talked about. That's for sure. Uh, Have you done any analysis on tenure of recessions and what data points suggest Fed starts lowering rates? Um, Yes, I have. Lots, actually. It's generally again, we got to be very careful. A lot of the recession data that people look at, including myself, are in the last 40 years. I believe we are in a recession unlike any recession of the last 40 years. So everything we research has to be put on with that grain of salt. It's just different. Uh, but that said, for me, um, for me I think uh, I think the Fed, I think the Fed knows. Let's answer it this way. It's all about the job market. It's all about. It's not about GDP. It's the job market. And what's the metric that the uh, Fed will probably look at is unemployment. Um, So if I were to pick a number, we're at 3.6% today. Generally speaking, people believe full employment is 5%. So I'm going to say 5%. If unemployment spiked, I don't know, say in three or four months from 3.6 to 5, the Fed will certainly pause and might cut. That's my total wild-ass guess, you know, sitting here on the 30th of, of July. All right, we got a bunch of overs. So these are all people calling the over of CPI. But come on, guys, gas prices, they're down 50 cents. That's what the president keeps telling us. So over, 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 over. Cool. Looking back, we had more frequent recessions when interest rate cycles were rising in the long term. Forties and eighties. Thinks this happens again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think it's very like I I talked about it on this channel. I think my greatest my greatest fear is a double dip recession. What is a double-dip recession? Where it's basically, hey, you go into a shallow recession. Excuse me. The Fed pauses or pivots. We come out of it for a minute, and then inflation takes hold. And that causes the the second recession, in a double-dip is nasty. You don't, generally speaking, go shallow to shallow. Uh, That's been my greatest fear for six months is a double-dip recession. So, yeah. All right, we got our first under. That's cool. Craig coming in with the under. I like it. We got Chester throwing on a number of nine two. I like it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. How do I get tickets to Adrian Hernandez real estate event? I'm a hardwood flooring contractor in Orange County. I believe it's called. Actually, you know what? Let me do. Let me do tie a fl- a favor. Given he's coming on my channel in 15 minutes. I want to get the website correct. So the website is rehybridevent.com. And I believe there's a coupon code called event300. So I just saved you money too. So website is rehybridevent.com. And there's a code, I think it's called event300. Actually, you know what? I can actually put that... Let me help tie out. R E. Hybrid. Event. three hundred. Look at that. I try to be a good friend. Is that right? Yeah, whatever. All right. All right, there we go. Under. Repeat. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, Sean um so first off I hope you're right let's I think we all hope you're right the big the the big boogeyman in CPI not only wage inflation but rent rent is still underreported rent is a six-month lag when is rent gonna finally show up in a big way my great fear is rent shows up this month or next month and shocks every- oh my God what happened rent's up 10 percent oh my God like, no, folks, it's been up 20% or 18% for a year. So that's my big fear. That's my big fear. Uh, Jeff, obviously, this mess of a housing market will have drastic effects on the economy. Yes. What do you think the long-term effects of this will be? 15 to 20 years. Wealth creation or destruction. Uh, well, if you're gonna throw a 15 to 20 year time horizon on it. Uh, I don't think there's in a 15-year period where housing hasn't created well. Uh, I believe I, I believe in the statement and in use inflation to get rich. 30-year uh, debt is a gift. You guys, you have no idea how lucky we are. We are lucky in the United States to have a mortgage product called the 30-year fixed rate debt. It means for most of your mortgage, you are paying off the mortgage with cheaper debt. It, it just, it's just how it works. The dollar deflates. Inflation needs to purchase whatever you want to call it. You're, the, the mortgage payment on a 30-year note stays the same today as it does in 2052. 2052? Come on. Seriously? So again, fixed rate debt's a gift. Inflation makes rent go higher. Uh, 15 to 20 years, clearly wealth creation. 15 to 20 months, who knows? Anybody's guess. 15 to 20 years, probably a safe guess that it's up. The dude, five years of inflation is baked into the system. Okay, don't know what system that is, but okay. And I don't know how much inflation. I would tell you, we expect the frankly the federal the federal government wants 2% inflation. It makes their debt cheaper. Robert C. Estates. Just got my flip into escrow, Eagle Rock, California. We're surprised that the buyers able to get $399. First Republic. Great. They couldn't have gotten that in June. It probably would have been 5.99, but there you go. Gift is a gift. Go get it. Uh, Was trying to comment on your daily financial news when the late 70s and early 80s, when rates rose and prices rose, what did the stock market do? Again, folks, I give you the 52-year spreadsheet for a reason. The stock market was essentially flat for a decade. Housing doubled, rent doubled, rates doubled. Let inflation be your friend. The only people that won the 70s were people who bought real estate in 1970, 71, or 72. That that 50-year, two-year spreadsheet is the key to making wealth and i've had that spreadsheet out there for 18 months crazy listed 135 so for 132 within a week cool De- there's definitely buyers out there still just not as much as before yep you don't need 20 offers you just need one yep. do you have any advice on how to set up off market offer for properties where the owner doesn't seem to care about money the buildings rotting into the ground, former rental, but sentimental value. Uh, can't fix stupid. Can't fix stupid. If they don't want to sell, they don't have to. Can't, can't, move on. Find something else. Can't fix stupid. Eventually, that owner will die, and you will buy it from their kids or their estate for pennies. But hey, yeah, you can't, No. Sentiment of emotions—they're real. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't sweat it. Seller doesn't want to sell; doesn't matter. It's on. It's on them. Jeff, most HELOCs are variable rate. Do you see a possibility of 2008 variable rate crisis when these rates kicked in eventually? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yes. I've been around a long time. I keep telling people there are two markets you have to watch. There's a real estate market and a lending market most people in the in the real estate game just look at the real estate market that's half the game the lending market can change overnight so yeah I, I i not only expect rates like that and i expect HELOCs to be closed if we go into a recession even a little one you will see banks close HELOCs moments notice they won't even tell you just done gone you and you won't see it coming unless you're like me and you look at this stuff every day Ethernet, I think when people start losing their jobs, they should probably be lumped into recession category. So in that case, it started in Q2 this year when uh, repos skyrocket and people Rx severance pay. Um, okay, I don't know. Uh, I don't think the data supports that. We created jobs in Q2. I think we created like a million jobs or 950K. So yeah, layoffs are up. Hiring is slowing, job wrecks are closing, the job market in Q2, I, at least everything I've seen, doesn't support that Q2 was a bad jobs market. It just wasn't. <clears throat> Even in five years, year-over-year payments on median uh, with median APRs is up 65%. Uh, okay, I don't know what that's in regards to, but sure. Where do you see rental prices going next year? No idea. No idea. Um, I will say that my hope for tenants is apartment rents flatten or go soft. I really do hope rents go down for apartments. I think landlords, I think syndications, I think Wall Street is being greedy and stupid and short-sighted in apartments. Tenants can only pay so much. I lived in a household for the first 15 or. 18 years of my life, where we were more often afraid of missing mortgage payments and being evicted or foreclosed on, excuse me, foreclosed, than not. We didn't have many good times, at least not that I remember. And um, lots of people are struggling. They just are. Inflation is a tax. If the government called inflation a tax, we'd be a lot more concerned, but we don't. We just treat it like it's something else. It's, It's a horrible regressive tax that hurts the poor the most. So my hope is apartment rents go soft. Single-family homes, they're going to go up. They just are. Did you guys know that we actually have less single-family rentals today than we did five years ago? It's a wild stat. Got that from John Burns Real Estate Consulting. And in a world where housing is unaffordable and in a world of space is good, people want to live in homes. And if there are less homes rentable there's your rents and homes are going to go up. It's just that simple supply and demand. But I do hope that rents and apartments go down. I don't know that they will. That's just a hope that's speaking it into existence. You know, no idea. All right. One more question. I have to get ready for my nine o'clock deep dive. What do we got? Good. You paid, applied for a new job because it paid more. Good for you. Let's see, one last question. Oh yeah. Adian's quality painting. They actually did my entire office. If you ever make it out here, they redid the office. It's beautiful. They did a great job. So thank you for all you did. Okay. Uh if Q3 is negative, will they call a the recession? No. They won't, I don't think. It's Q3, Q4. Q1 and Q2 are not going to be called recessionary. I think Q3 will be the first truly recessionary all for re- real incomes, industrial production, job market, real uh, retail sales. Right, The recession call is far more complex. I think the first quarter is Q3. The second quarter is Q4. We call a recession January or February of next year. That's what my thought is. All right, folks, take care of yourself. I hope you have an amazing Saturday. I have to go get ready for a 90-minute deep dive that is going to change my life. I am going to learn about pre-foreclosures. I'm going to add a new tool to my tool belt because I believe pre-foreclosures is where you go shopping. If you are out there waiting for foreclosures, as Graham Stefan will tell you, you are going to have to wait 900 days. So I'm going to go shopping in the pre-foreclosure process. See you soon. Bye.